Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. And man, that is getting much easier to say as the weeks go on. But I am Wrestling Chris G from Sports Entertainment Breakdown, and on the other line with me is my other co-host. Well, not really my other co-host, but he is my co-host. It is Mr. Dougie Fresh. How you doing, man? I was about to be real mad if if you were doing this on the sly with somebody else. <laughs> oh, were you about to get jealous? I, I mean, I'm honestly <laughs> trying to figure out who else it would be. <laughs> well, it, it could it couldn't be our other co-host. He turned this gig down. It's hard enough to get him to listen to an episode. I know, and we can say that because it's going to be fucking two <laughs> months before he gets here. So. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Telling me I need to pipe down the damn music. Well. How does he think he is? Well. <laughs> well. Well, well, what? What, well, Doug? you know. What? 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 Think, what? Know, what? Uh, what? 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 What, Doug? Move the checking into the savings. And... <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So... <clears throat> Um, we are here, everybody. Um, you might not know it. Um, it's been about a month since we've recorded, sadly, um, because we had so many episodes underneath our belt. But we are back into the swing of things, and we're about to do a twofer. Yeah, well, I mean, don't you know? Don't give them too far behind the curtain. <laughs> they're not going to know this. <laughs> they're they're not going to know. I this mean, thing. they are, but. <laughs> Yeah, they're not going out at the same time, but we're definitely recording two different episodes at the same time to get back and above on everything. And we're glad that everyone's enjoying these Pokemon episodes. And we hope that you subscribe to us at every Pokemon ep- or fuck. Oh, you were so good with the with the intro and everything. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm just horrible. Terrible. But, uh, but it's po- at Pookie Breakdown. There you go. Because every everything, like our email and everything, is just Poke- um, every Pokemon episode ever, blah, 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 blah. So, yes, our Twitter is different. It's just at Pookie Breakdown. Well, it's yeah. different because it had to be. Yes. Because it wouldn't because, have fit otherwise. No, because Twitter has a certain amount of characteristics that you can go with. And... Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is just way too fucking long. Twitter's like, what the fuck? Hold on. Hold up. Yeah. Scroll scale it back. That, scale that back. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but yeah, we are here. 
Um, on today's episode, today's episode that we're reviewing, it is The Water Flowers of Cerulean City. Episode number seven. And in Japanese, it is translated as The Underwater Flowers of Hanada City. And I was telling you this off air. I like that name, Hanada City, better than Cerulean City. I, I don't know. I mean, I've heard it a couple times. I can honestly go either way. I might honestly be leaning a little more towards Cerulean, just because that's what I'm more familiar with. Yes. No. Um, I... But either way, it's a very, <laughs> it's a very pretty title. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And um, is it weird that in in don't don't worry about why I thought this. <laughs> oh, gosh, but when, Uh-oh. no, no, it's not bad. But and no, they are definitely not sponsoring this podcast. But when I when I saw the word Hanada, is there a reason that I thought Honda for some <laughs> for odd God forsaken reason? I just thought Honda City. I was like, of course, Honda. City. No, his Hanada City. Well, wasn't you didn't wasn't your first car a Honda? Uh, Hyundai. No, Hyundai. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was a nice little white Hyundai Elantra. It was. Yes, it was. It was a good little first car. Till you I, wrecked it. Yeah, till I wrecked <laughs> it. <laughs> that and now, now my son's already telling me he's like, just make sure you have enough money for when I turn sixteen because it's in eleven years. Oh. I was oh. like, oh, 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 damn. Oh, oh, I was like, shit. don't, don't, don't say that. Don't oh. say that. Oh, man. I want to go, oh. go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> he told me that the other day and my, my heart almost sunk <laughs> into my chest. I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, no, oh, no. man. Scale that back. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. And that's that's when he turns freaking eighteen. Like if I wanted to get him one at sixteen, that's in nine years. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't but know. yeah, back to this episode. This episode, The Water Flowers of Cerulean City, aired for the first time in Japan on May thirteenth, nineteen ninety seven, and here in the US on September sixteenth, nineteen ninety eight. And I'll, since I don't know yours yet, Doug, I'm going to go ahead and steal the spotlight here for the second on what happened on this day in modern history. And on this date in 1996, Howard Stern's radio show premiered for the very first time in Panama City, Florida on WTBB 97.7 FM. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's definitely something. Um, obviously, um, Howard Stern. I'm going to argue he's not as big a deal as he was when obviously everybody and their mother was listening to Howard Stern, you know, on their morning commute. Oh yeah. Um, you know, you could make an argument, and I know he would punch me in the face about it. You could make an argument that Howard Stern had the first podcast. Yeah, in, um, in a way. I mean, I know he doesn't like to refer to himself. He's actually pointed out to us directly that he is not <laughs> a podcast and that he does not like podcasts, but he actually helped us out with our original 
um, sports entertainment breakdown quite a bit. So I mean, yeah, we- he's a he's definitely a guy that I wouldn't turn down an interview for because you know, and there's there's some stuff out there, but like you know, obviously you know you watch his mo- that private parts movie, and obviously that's a little drummed up for for movie sake. But he's definitely a guy that I'd like to have an honest discussion with um because he's a, a fascinating guy yeah and obviously you know the show emanating from new york getting all the way down to florida is is you know and obviously it ended up getting around the country um and then i think um and this is you know this is fast forwarding a little bit but he he kind of ushered in the wave of satellite radio when his when his show went exclusive there on XM. Everybody and their mom wanted to go and be on satellite radio because at that point it was unrestricted. You could say whatever you wanted to say. And there was nobody holding you back as he, he would say. And you, the man is no longer holding us back. Yeah. Cause he was, he was constantly running into, you know, the censors at his at his radio station, like every day, you know, he was getting the you know, FCC. He was, he was getting notes and yeah, the FCC was calling and, you know, you can't be doing that. And, and then, you know, he gets on XM, you know, and like you said, the unrestricted stuff. But you were saying right before we we hit record, he's kind of pared that back a little bit. And kind of gotten into the kind of the A-list realm to where you're not listening to Howard Stern for for a fucking, you know, small dick contest and you're listening for like honest interviews. Yeah. Um, the past few years, I would say at least the past three going on four years, <clears throat> he's had a lot of A-lister interviews. <clears throat> so he's had Jada Smith and Will Smith He's had Lindsay Lohan. He's had a bunch of different rock bands on there. He's had live performances. He's had Ben Affleck, um, P. Diddy. Um, and I know um, we're not going to go into politics, but he's had people like Donald Trump until he became president. And now he doesn't have Donald Trump on there. He's had, he's, he, he's had a lot of people on, on his show. And it's just, it's eye-opening how fascinating that he's gone from, like you said, like sex in a studio uh, and women orgasming on his show all the way up to the stuff that he has now. Now, just for kind of comparison's sake, because obviously people are listening to this in the form of a podcast, um, the biggest podcaster in the world right now, you can make an argument, is Joe Rogan. Yes. So where would Howard Stern today, in your mind, compare to Joe Rogan today? Um, Because obviously Joe Rogan is consistently top of the charts with his episodes. You know, you're talking, you know, two and a half to three hours, you know, a couple times a week. You know, if you look at the podcast charts, Rogan's consistently, you know, in the top five, I would say. Joe Rogan does a very good job. And I love Joe Rogan as an entertainer. I actually listened to a few of his shows. Um, 
Sometimes it's not my cup of tea. Sometimes it is. But you could always you can say that even for Howard Stern. And I'm not even going to lie. There's sometimes I just turn on the show and it's just not my cup of tea. I turn it off and I listen to Busted Open. But at the same time, it doesn't make me not want to listen to his show. So right. when it went in <clears throat> it being consistent with that, I would say Joe Rogan is maybe the more younger folks, Howard Stern, because Howard Stern is getting up there with age and maybe he doesn't um, invoke the same type of audience that he used to back in the day. And maybe that audience is now with Joe Rogan and, I mean, I, I mean, I guess that's that's the best way I can I can kind of put it. Well, and I'll and I'll make the argument, and then we can move on because people are saying, you know, where's the Pokemon? Well, shut up. We'd spend a minute. Um, <laughs> I would make an argument that Joe Rogan's more as, as accessible um, because, like, I've made the argument um, probably a couple times here. You know, everybody and their mother has a podcast. Um, you can. Pretty much get if your podcast is worth its salt, you're going to be able to go to pretty much any podcast provider and get it. Um, you know, a podcast are obviously designed to be, you know, portable audio files. You know, people are listening to this, you know, as they're working out, as they're driving to work, as they're, you know, folding laundry, whatever. Um, Whereas, I'm not going to sit here and say that satellite radio might be on the way out, but I don't think it's as big of a deal as it was when he first got on there. No, and it's not. So, I would would make an argument that Rogan's popular because I think, you know, we're in the the podcasting boom as it were yeah and definitely if he's getting deals like the one that you just told us um or well you told me off air that he's like one of the top paid um podcasters out there from his big huge deal with spotify i mean maybe podcast is the new thing maybe that's your way to make money if you're worth listening to so there you go I'm I'm quickly trying to Oh. Yeah. Yeah, when you can get 100 million dollars to do a podcast. Oh, you best damn believe I'll be doing a podcast every damn day. Yeah. Um <laughs> Jesus fuck. This podcast is going to be exclusive on Spotify starting September 1st. All right. And he's well, going to be getting more than a $100 million. Of course he is. And that that's and and I mean this with as much respect as I can. He's going to become even more of a jerk than he was before. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> his, his show what, okay, so when is this going out? This is this is going this will probably be out um I would say a month from the time that we're recording. So sometime in September. So earlier this month. So 
when people are listening to this, they're probably going to be sitting back going, that Joe Rogan, that Spotify, he's become an asshole because he will not <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> well, if you had that type of money, would you give a fuck? No. Exactly. No, absolutely not. But I, th- I don't think I would keep doing it. Well, I think I would. would well, you would have, have to. to. <laughs> I'd hire people. <laughs> hey, sound like me on here. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, you're not getting any of the cut. No, no, this is, I, I just, I don't, I, I got to count my money and that's not an easy thing anyway. <laughs> All right. So um, on this day, I mean, it, it ended up stretching into more than what we thought it would be, but um, just so we can tie it everything together so we can get on into our Pokemon episode, Doug, what else happened on this day? Uh, if you think this one got out of control, wait till you hear next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, mine is going to be relatively quick. Uh, compared to our our Howard Stern discussion, which turned into a Joe Rogan discussion, and now now I want to take a shower. Um, <laughs> I feel dirty. Yeah, I do kind of a little bit. Um, <laughs> on this day in, let me get the tab up. Nineteen eighty three, Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes an American citizen. Get out. So obviously. Schwarzenegger was born in Austria, uh, rose to fame as a bodybuilder, um, you know, starred in the the Conan the Barbarian film series, Terminator, um, later The Expendables, was governor of California, um, cheated on his wife with his nanny, had a kid. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about that. Well, it happened. Um, you know, I'll be back. All that stuff. Um, wh- <laughs> and he and he was back. <laughs> and he and he was back. Um, <laughs> I actually have his filmography up because I wanted to see what his most recent thing was. Okay. And apparently it's something called it looks like it's an animated role something called Superhero Kindergarten. Oh. Okay. Now well, when it when it comes out I'll, I might have to fuck with it and see exactly what it is. I'm honestly trying to figure out his last movie role. And that's becoming more difficult than it should. Oh. His last movie role, obviously, that people have seen is Terminator Dark Fate. But he's got a movie that's to be announced obviously due to the global pandemic called Kung for, uh, yeah, Kung Fury two. Kung Fury two. Okay. He plays, he plays the president. All right. So, well, good, good stuff. Yeah. So, all right. So outside of our history, we also do a Who's That Pokemon for this episode. And for this week's episode, 
the who's that Pokemon was Pokemon Seal, who makes a who makes a couple of different appearances in this episode. And you were actually utterly surprised that it was Seal and not Star You or Star Me. And now that I think about it, I mean, I am too. But yeah, I I kind of get it. Well, and I mean, obviously between Star You and Star Me. You would probably do Star You first because Starmie is the evolved form. Um, but I think I would make an argument that at this point in the series, we haven't really deal dealt with evolutionary forms. Obviously, Ash is sitting there with uh, Butterfree. a Butterfree and a Pidgeotto, so I mean, obviously, he's aware of evolution, but. I still can't get over how he just caught fucking Pidgeotto. <laughs> well, he did. Well, it's bullshit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was this was another. Um, I think I I miscategorized this on at the end of episode six. Okay. I categorized it as a a gym battle episode. Well, technically it is. Well, it is, but I would I would I would say watching it with fresh eyes, you know, a little bit before we got on here, I would categorize it as a gym centric episode. Cuz yeah. there is a battle, but meh. <laughs> Not not a fan? Well, I mean, we'll get into it. Okay. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to get up the nifty little episode that was. Then we can have our watch along for this episode. So and while you're getting that up, I can I can say how we kind of got into it because... I've watched it a few times now. So we started with a bit of a flashback to Ash kind of starting his journey. We had we had a scene of them camping in the forest. And then we got the essentially we got the end of the last episode with Ash seeing, you know, Gary was here, Ash is a loser on the Welcome to Cerulean City sign. And so they're walking, and right off the bat, Brock gets in a little dig. Yes, and Ash, I, get, give me one second, Doug, for because I and ah, this is making me mad right now. Come on, play. Why isn't the DVD playing? I might have to cut this part out. All right, let's pause, Doug. (laughs) Give me one second. Why the fuck is my DVD not playing? Uh, And where are we at recording-wise? 23 minutes. All right, perfect. Can you note that down for me, Doug? Mm Mm-hmm. 23 minutes. Why the fuck are you not playing? All right, let's close out and go back in. Because if anything should work, it should be a fucking DVD player.
All right, there you go. Play episode seven. No! What the fuck? Ay, ay, ay. This is how we do it. This is how you don't do it. Wow. What website do you use, Doug, to go to? Because my, my website actually got kicked down. Um, I am on <clears throat> Pokemon.com. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, and on um, Pokemon TV? Uh, sure. Oh, okay. Let's see. Pokemon, the series episodes, Encyclopedia. Yeah. Um, well, no, I I just Google the episode, and it comes up through Pokemon.com. Oh. Hmm. Let's see. Not video games and apps. Not on here. Watch Mewtwo's original story on TV. No. No. Hmm. Let's see. A new look for Pokemon TV. Blah, blah, blah. Let's go to season one. There it is. Please have the right episode. Oh, fuck. They do have every episode on here. Okay. Play. All right. All right, Doug. I'm good. All right. All right. Let, let's start over this review one more time. One more time. All right. And go. Yeah. So um, in terms of getting into the episode, um, you know, we start with with a bit of a recap, um, not a full recap, because obviously at this point we're what, six episodes in or, you know, six. This is a seven. So, yeah. So we get a scene of Ash kind of camping in the woods and we get the last scene of episode six with them coming up to the uh, the Welcome to Cerulean sign with Gary was here. Ash is a loser. Ash lost his shit. Which, you know, <laughs> fair play, because, I mean, that's that's what whatever government property or whatever. And I mean, that's vandalism. Uh, <laughs> and Gary went out there just saying that he was the one that did it. I mean, he, you know, just wagging that dick in the air um and then you know we get into the episode itself and ash and brock are walking and ash says something about you know what a beautiful day it is and then (laughs) brock has no chill (laughs) no he didn't He's like, yeah, uh, while basically while you were sleeping, Gary's out there getting more Pokemon. And I'm sitting here going, 
goddamn, you know. <laughs> can, can, can you not just be on my side for once? Yeah, exactly. Be on my side. It's what I have written down. It's like, chill out, dude. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, Gary's out here getting more Pokemon and enjoying the sun. And then here comes Misty running in the background. Yeah. Where do you guys think you're going? Yeah, she's kind of lagging behind. And, you know, it's weird because in a perfect world, we'd watch this with, you know, fresh eyes. But obviously we can't do that. So, like, sitting here, you're going, why is. Why does she not want to go to Cerulean City? Right. Like, obviously we know, but like, you know, she's Misty's dragging ass and, you know, she's like, oh, you don't want. You don't want anything to do with Cerulean City. It's it's full of ghost Pokemon and like this, and they look like this. And she makes like little faces at Ash, and she's like, "Let let's go to this other city because they have really cool and majestic Pokemon." And Ash is like, "Okay, let's go." And she's like, "Really? Yeah, to Cerulean City." <laughs> she just falls straight out in her face. <laughs> yeah, I've I've noticed in the first, you know. I mean, I'll say eight. Obviously, this is episode seven, but in the first eight episodes I've watched, they're a big fan of that whole like freeze your body, fall over kind of pose. Like they've they've leaned heavily on that in the first couple episodes here. For real, <laughs> and I think the J- Japanese are very hefty on that because they they I, I watch a lot of anime. I mean, it makes my wife mad how much anime I watch, but. I watch a lot of anime, and they do this on a lot of them. She should see what you watch when she goes to bed. <laughs> I watch the same thing. I watch Pokemon. <laughs> uh, shenanigans. <laughs> oh, let's not get into that. But, oh, why not? She doesn't listen to this. <laughs> she might one day. Uh, uh, so... But yeah, Misty falls on her face and she gets up and she's like, oh, man, I never wanted to go back to Cerulean City. And it's at that point uh, watching this, like if you're watching this for the first time, you're like, "Okay, what the fuck is up with the city? Why doesn't she want to go back? Or if you've played the original games, you know that she's a gym leader. So why why doesn't she want to go there? Did she run away? Did she do something? Did she do something bad? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is definitely, you know, the first couple of minutes, you're getting a lot of questions and none, if very few, answered. Yes. And then hot hot off of that, we go to um, Team Rocket inside of a very, very dark room. And they're, they're breaking into some building. Yeah, I think this is one of the first times we've seen them kind of independent of the main three. Yes. Um, And they're kind of, pardon me, they're trying to formulate a plan of um, kind of how to procure Pokemon. Yes. And... So they're so, in this air duct, and then we pretty much get a smash cut to a crowd of people. No, no, not yet, not yet. 
So from there, after they start looking around inside of this dark room, as soon as that's over, um, Ash and Brock are seen walking along looking for this big building, the gym. Right, but that's when they come onto the crowd of people. Yes, yes. All right, come on, keep up. I, I am, I am. I'm just watching. But but Misty at this point is not following Ash anymore. And Brock is like, yeah, she really didn't want to come to Cerulean City. So at this point, they think, and, and, that, and that's why I, I wanted to say this, because this, this is one of my favorite lines. Um, at this point, they think they've lost Misty for good. And Ash just goes, you know what, Brock? Maybe we'll never understand girls. And I just think that's so funny because of how Brock ends up acting later on in the series when he be- starts becoming this real big horn dog. Well, what about in fucking two minutes here? <laughs> when he, when he, well, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get into it. Um, so, yeah, um, as far as we're concerned, Misty's gone. There's, I mean, yes. there's no explanation. Um, and they come on this crowd of people and they're trying to kind of figure out what's going on. And then they run into an officer, Jenny. Yes. Um, and, Je- and I, I don't know what it is, but officer Jenny in these first couple episodes of this season is just a dick. She, well, she's, a, she's a completely different type of officer Jenny than we see in any other episodes later on in the series. Well, I mean, she's an officer of the law. You can't be taking shit too willy-nilly. So She's got a badge and everything. Yeah, so does Ash. Well, (laughs) we'll get into into that, I think, more next week. Um, But, um, yeah, so, you know, they're trying to figure out what's going on. And Officer Jenny's like, well, there's been a robbery. And, but they just took a vacuum and a large hose. And, and you're probably like, what the fuck do they need a vacuum and a large hose for? And we know it's Team Rocket because we just saw them in the room. Oh yeah. It's one of the, it's one of, and this is something that kind of frustrates me about this show. And I understand, you know, this is the seventh episode at this point. You know, they can't rely on the they can't rely on their target audience to fill in all the blanks so quick. Yes. You know, obviously in twenty twenty I'm sitting here going, All right, it's Team Rocket, let's you know, let's not treat us like an idiot. But you're watching this as a kid in nineteen ninety eight. Maybe A, you've just woken up, you're trying to get ready for school. So maybe you're not thinking, oh, it's definitely Team Rocket, because I can I can go back to that scene five minutes ago. Yeah, I and who 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 wants to think before school? Because at this point, um freaking Pokemon was coming on at seven o'clock in the morning on kids WB right before I'm going to school. My school starts at eight. Yeah. I, I don't I don't wanna think. Um, think for my Pokemon. I want you to answer it for me. Tell me. Argument can be made that I don't want to think until after lunch. (laughs) Facts. So, um, but then, you know, Officer Jenny kind of accuses 
Brock and Ash. Um, Ash has a moment of, wait, we just met you in Pewter City. Yes, we, 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 oh no, Viridian City. Viridian City. So, um, Ash is like, hey, hey, Jenny, um, it's Ash, it's Ash from Viridian City. And she's like, from Viridian City? Oh, you must be talking about my sister from Viridian City. Uh, But if you were talking to my sister in Viridian City, then you must have um, been um, in trouble with the law. And, that that's where Ash again. Um, now he he's learned from the last time to pull out his Pokédex and to identify himself. Yeah, and um, you know Brock obviously has a has a gym badge from Pewter City, and apparently that's enough. Yes, you know he just he doesn't he pulls out a badge like he could have easily been like Ash could have done the same thing by that logic because he's got a badge. Computer City. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, that kind of fell on its face a little bit. Um, and Officer Jenny's like, oh, you know, I'm just on edge because of this and that. And, and everything you know. that's going on over here. <clears throat> so, so, yeah, they, they're looking at, uh, well, she's looking at Ash and Brock and after Ash, Ash and Brock kind of identify themselves. She apologizes and kind of goes on about their day and just tells them what was going on at this site. And of course, Ash and Brock have not had their run in with Team Rocket too much yet. So they don't really put two and two together yet, but we'll soon find out what is going on. Yeah. So we go back to Ash and Brock walking and. They basically they're they're on a bench, and Brock is so full of shit here, <laughs> so Why? full. Of, this this made me so mad. Okay, because Ash asks a very legitimate question. He says, "Hey, Brock, you're a you're a gym leader." Oh, what, oh, this line. Okay. What can what can you tell me about? The the gym leader here in Cerulean City, you know, I mean, he says, you know, to know thy enemy is to know thyself. And and Brock completely turns him down and goes, you know, I'm a gym leader, so I can't really tell you um, any anything um, in regards to um, the gym, the gym leader of this town, because I'm sworn to secrecy and I, I can't by my own heart give you any type of secrets like he's not asking for secrets he just wants a damn tip no and that was i was fine with that because i mean i could i could sit here and i can accept you know gym leader code or whatever but it's when he outright lies and says well i've met him a couple or i'm aware of him and i'm aware of his pokemon special so he's full of shit he's absolutely full of shit (laughs) and then yeah that made me mad (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, you know, and it's this is pretty sad. I didn't even catch that that he kept saying him, and it's three sisters, and it's three sisters. <laughs> so they they reach a, almost a literal fork in the road, and they separate. You know, Brock's like, I gotta go do some things. I'll meet you later. 
And Ash is like, well, what are you doing? He's like, well, I gotta, I, I just gotta go do some things. So, I'll, so see, I'll see, I'll see you later. In my head, I'm going, oh, okay, so Brock's gonna go get it in, um, or gonna go try to do something. But that's just me being perverted. Um, <laughs> so Ash and Pikachu go, and um, they start looking at a map and looking for the Cerulean City gym, which. You know, fair is fair. They find pretty easily. Yeah, there, it's, it's a very big gem that says Cerulean Gem on it. It's got a, a big daggum seal right on the building. Yes. Um, oh, so th- there you go. That's why Seal is this this week's Pokemon right there. Yeah, I could still make an argument for Star You. Um, <laughs> and Ash walks in, and it's this. This, you know, Olympic style swimming pool. And he's like, I thought, you know, this is a, this is a, this is a pool. I thought this was a gym. And then he looks up as the announcers go on, you know, the sensational. The sensational uh, sisters. So sensational sisters. And these three women are up on a diving board and they dive and everybody's going crazy. Mostly men, I noticed. Yeah, and Pikachu. Pikachu loves it. Pikachu is, you know, he's awestruck. Yes. Um, but so, Pikachu, you and you want to know what what still kind of gets me. I mean, like knowing what we know now, and I think people, this is what people will appreciate when we do these Pokemon reviews. Um, they treat Pikachu as like this baby Pokemon who has not seen that many things ever at all in the world. But Pikachu is actually more of a teenager at this stage than he is a baby because the baby Pikachu is what we call a Pichu now. Right. But obviously we didn't know. We didn't know that back then. And yeah, I mean, that's a good point. And I mean, it's expanded a little, it's expanded the whole, you know, stuffed Pikachu argument. I mean, that's kind of brought up again next week a little bit. Yes. Um, so yeah, Pikachu's, you know, he's just awestruck and, you know, apparently you're just allowed to wander this place because Ash is, you know, in the hallway, one could assume one could infer that it's basically backstage. And Ash is like, well, this place is more of an aquarium than a, and a daggum Pokemon gym. Yeah. And, and and then he runs into the sisters downstairs. And he's like, well, I'm looking for the... For the for gym the, leader. For the gym leader. I thought this was a gym. I'm looking for a battle. And, and they are like, well, you found him. You know, we're the leader. And, you know... So we're, we're the Sensational Three. And... Ash is like, oh, okay, well, I want a gym badge. I'm Ash from, and then before he could even say Palatine, they're like, well, we're we're not really um, in the mood to do a Pokemon battle because we got um, beat like one by one three times in a row by um, these trainers from this odd town called Palatown, and they just beat us one by one, and we've had to rush our Pokemon over to the Pokemon Center 
um, more or more than once, and we are just exhausted, and all we have is this Pokemon, and then it's Godin. Which is bad, because they just, in no presence of water, they just throw out this Goldine who's just flapping there. I was like, That's, <laughs> come on, you got to know better than that. So at this point, they're, they're like, well, we know what you came here for. We're not really in the mood for a gym bat- battle. So Seal, come here. And Seal jumps out of the swimming pool and runs over to the three um, sisters and um, out of his mouth hat. Um, is a gym badge or is the Cerulean City water gym badge? And they're like, well, this is what you want, right? So just go ahead and take it. And Ash, you know, he's conflicted. Because he's like, I kind of want to earn my gym badge. He shouldn't be because he was basically given a fucking Pewter City badge. Yes. Um, And then that's when, you know, Misty you know, decides to pop up and she's like, well, just wait a second. And she fucking and flies like, <gasps> and she's like, I'm one of the gym leaders here too. I'm part of the sensational sisters. And her sisters dig right at her and goes, there's only three sensational sisters. <laughs> what do they call her one runt or whatever? It's like, yeah. Oh, that's there, oh. There's three sensational sisters and one runt. I thought you weren't going to come back here until you were a great Pokemon trainer. <laughs> Isn't that what you said? <laughs> and then uh, they make some dig about, oh, Misty, we didn't, we didn't think of this as a, as a, uh, this kind of guy as a potential boyfriend for her. And they both kind of pull the whole, you know, kids, boyfriend, ew, icky, you know, that kind of stuff. Because remember, Misty's what? She's 10. He's 10, Ash is 10, so... But we forget, you know, that's so easy to fucking forget. I mean, you know, we kind of glossed over it in the crowd. But Brock hits on Officer Jenny, and she's like, well, I'll probably still be patrolling past your bedtime. Yep. Because so, Brock is only a teenager. I think, right. I think. I think we said he's, what, 15? 15, I think, is what we came up with. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, Misty says, well, I'll, I'll battle you. I wasn't planning on battling you until you paid me back for my bike, which, you know, good for Misty still keeping that, that bike dream alive. Um, but she's like, well, this is as good a time as any. So, and from here, they get ready to do the Pokemon battle, but this is also where we get the who's that Pokemon, which we find out is Seal, as we noted. Which, again, missed opportunity. Because, um, yes. you know, Misty's first Pokemon is Staryu. Um, well, hold on, hold on. They Right, right before we do that, uh, <clears throat> they, they go over the gym rules. And I feel like we're going to get hammered if we don't say it. But Ash goes, what are the gym rules for this gym battle? And Misty goes, um, two on two is very fine with me. And before or one, once she throws out Staryu, Ash is like, perfect. I'm going to beat you with my Pikachu because Pikachu and wa- or electricity and water um, don't go well together. And Pikachu doesn't want to battle. Which... You know, this this is this begins a streak of two consecutive episodes where 
Pikachu wants nothing to do with battling, which is bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit, I, but it's not like I understand. You know, he's become friendly with Misty, but it's it's complete bullshit because I mean, you're a Pokemon. You're you have a trainer who's wanting you to battle. I mean, and later on, I mean, Pikachu finally grasped this. Like later on in the series, but it's just so bad that why is your Pokemon not listening to you? And I've, I kind of feel like this is a running joke, as we will find out in later on in the series that Ash's Pokemon, yes, they like them, but as they get older or they evolve, they don't like listening to Ash or Ash has problems getting his Pokemon to listen because I thought it was just Charizard. Like late, way later down in the series, but it's it's more than Charizard. Well, we've established that Ash is a dick. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah. So Pikachu out and out refuses to battle. I did find it weird that Ash was literally willing to throw Pikachu into the battle. Um. Pikachu clung onto the arm. I thought that was kind of funny. Um. <laughs> so he's like, oh, you know, whatever, you know, Butterfree. Um. And, you know, Butterfree does well. You know, he tries, um, what's he try for? A stun spore? Yeah, stun spore. So, or no, no. The, fir- the first move was a tackle. So it, it, it actually got a clean tackle on Staryu. And he goes for a second and a third tackle. And Staryu is getting weak. Until Staryu jumps into the water and does water gun. And at that point, um, Butterfree gets hit once and then just starts dodging like a champ. Right. And then... Um, and then that's where Stun Spore comes in. That's where Stun Spore comes in. And then... But once again, Staryu is able to jump into the water and negate the effects which you know i'm all for for using your um environment to your advantage but it's like you know what you know because obviously butterfree can't be going into the water no because i mean her her wings will get drenched or his wings will get drenched right because we find out it, it is a he but but you want you want to know another funny line that I I loved in this episode? What do you got? So in this, um, Misty goes, "Oh no, Staryu's looking weak," and um, Ash is like, "Staryu doesn't even have a face. How do you? <laughs> how how can you even tell?" And Misty's like, "I'm one and one with my water Pokemon, so I can tell when they when they're not feeling all that well." <laughs> Oh, no, no. She says, I'm sensitive to others' feelings. I'm sensitive to others' feelings. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, Staryu's kind of ping-ponging back and forth. Eventually comes out of the water. And washed away the stun spore. Washed, wa- well, the, yeah, the stun spore is washed away. Um, ends up tackling Butterfree into the water. Um, which Ash kind of you know, concedes that point, calls Butterfree back, calls out Pidgeotto, which then forces, well, not for Misty kind of just does this on her own. She's like, well, 
I'll call back uh, Star You and call out my Star Me, which is yes. the evolved form. Um, and Pidgeotto and Star Me kind of go, you know, tit for tat. Um, Pidgeotto tries Gust. Staryu's able to deflect, tries for tackle. Um, Pidge- Pidge- uh, Pidgeotto knocks it back with the wing. And then not, almost, basically knocks out Starmie. Yeah, with, star, a, with, star, a, with a gust, gust against the wall, yeah. And its little blinker sensors just starts blinking. And then out come or at, right after that happens a big blast through one of the gym walls um and out comes this big gigantic four-wheel device whatever it is and jumps out team rocket and they do their spiel and then you know wouldn't you know it they're the ones with the fucking giant vacuum and the the hose yes that that was missing from earlier that they found out. And this is when I want to punch Ash in the nose. He said, oh, I should have known it was Team Rock. Well, then why didn't you fucking say something when you were standing there with a fucking officer? So, well, they, they, no, they're not idiots, because how, how are they supposed to know that Team Rocket's going to be following? He says himself, oh, it's Team Rocket. Of course it is. I should have known. <laughs> He, I guess, yeah. Well, they've only been in, what, three, maybe four episodes that we've, re- that we've reviewed out of the seven? That I'm not giving out? an opinion. I'm quoting Ash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for once, Ash, Ash is right. And, so. he's, and he's a dickhead for being right. Because yeah. if he was so confident that it was Team Rocket, maybe he should have said to Jenny, oh, you know, there's this group of idiots. He's been wandering around. We've ran into them a couple times. They're kind of, you know, trying to steal Pokemon. Maybe be on the lookout for him. But no, he's, oh, I don't know. It wasn't us. I just, you know, I have a Pokedex. He has a badge, you know. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so. Fucking know-it-all fucking brat. I know. So, so at this point, um, they... They start sucking in all the water from the pool, which I think is weird because there's no Pokemon in there. But I guess the only reason they did that was to wash away the trainers and and all of that. And all the all Misty sisters are worried about is their hair and their looks getting all messed up as they're floating away by getting sprayed by this big, massive water holes that just sprayed up and sucked up their damn swimming pool. Yeah, um it's it was very weird watching this episode and hearing the stereotypical valley girl kind of speech pattern coming out of three very anime-looking women. Yes. Like that was a that was a a very big culture clash for me. <laughs> Why was it such a culture class? I just because you know the the Valley Girl, you know, is so so West Coast, you know, bottle blonde, you know, surfer chicks. 
and I understand, you know, this was a dub because, you know, us Westerners, we, we can't handle too much new stuff at one time, you know. Our heads will explode. Yes. But it was just, a, it was a very weird dialect choice, I guess. <laughs> so, all right. And then let's see. Once this happens, um, it's not long before Seal, or, well, Pikachu, what Pikachu does is very smart. Is Well, it is smart, but it's not smart. Pikachu starts to um, Thundershock Team Rocket, but at the same time, Seal is getting sucked away at this point into the big water hose. Right. So Pikachu's bright idea is, all right, let's go and Thundershock this thing. But had, was Pikachu not really thinking that it could possibly hurt its friend? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was my rationale, that he just kind of got caught up in the moment. Um, you know, because obviously Pikachu's aware the Team Rocket's bad. <laughs> um, and, you know, in, in the heat of a fight, I'm not going to say a battle because a battle has different context in Pokemon. Yes. But in the heat of a fight, in the heat of trying to, you know, deal with an enemy, you know, maybe you don't have all your wits about you. So Pikachu just knows, oh, I've dealt with them with my moves before. Here goes another one. And, you know, like you said, you know, poor Seal was kind of in the line of fire there. But luckily, Seal did not did not get the, I guess, the big jolt, um, I guess you can say. Didn't get the big jolt from the electricity like Team Rocket did. Team Rocket got fried, and it was at this point, uh, Pikachu is still getting sucked over into the machine. And at this point, Ash is running over to the machine. And... What what does what does Ash what is Ash able to do? He just flips the switch to reverse, and then it sucks all the water out, and Seal lets all the water out, and is somehow safe at this point. Pikachu pops into one of the sisters' arms, and just, Team Rocket goes blasting off. And yeah, and basically for saving the gym. Ash gets a badge. <laughs> and that pisses Misty off so much. She's like, she's like, well, I would have won. And then one of the sisters, for some reason, decided to string an eloquent sentence together. And they're like, well, if Pikachu had decided to fight, you would have lost. <laughs> because you would have been weak against electricity. So honestly, you were only winning because Pikachu was your friend. And Misty had no fucking comeback, even though her and Ash were fighting pretty much the entire way out. Yeah, they, but, um, <clears throat> so they're, they're fighting on the way out and then Missy's trying to get her little jabs in at Ash and was like, you know, if I, if I would have been still battling, um, we, I, we would have won, even though your star me got knocked out and your star you was still available, but I'm, I I kind of feel like if Starmie got knocked out by 
uh, by Pidgeotto that Staryu would have suffered the same fate at that exact same time. So Ash technically had two Pokemon that would have won that battle, Pikachu and Pidgeotto. Yeah, because Pidgeotto, all things being equal, was able to deal with Starmie rather easily. So to take a step down and deal with a star you, I I would have a hard time believing that the results would be any different. Yes. So I'm sorry, Misty, but in my book, you lost this battle. And so be it. And then um you know, we get outside the gym and you know, we, we catch up with Brock and this is kind of a weird exchange. Because Ash is like, look, I got a badge. And Brock's like, neat. Okay, we're moving on now. <laughs> Poor guy didn't even blink. I, I wonder I wonder what he was doing this whole time. I'm telling you, he was he was trying to find that red light district. I he must have. And he mu- but he, he, he seemed happy, so he must have found it. He found that or he found something. But, <laughs> um but yeah, that was basically it, like I say, Misty and Ash continued to fight pretty much right to credits. Yeah, they, they did. And uh, her sister got one more jab in saying, so are you going to stay? Or are you going to go? You're not going to be as pretty as your other sisters here. But um, if you are going to go, we wish you luck and blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, Ash and Misty just fight. Until the end of the episode. And then we get the pokey rap. So. At this point. Ash has been. On the road for. Whatever seven episodes is. Time wise. So I would say like ten days. Maybe okay ten days. He's got two badges. To his yes. name. It didn't earn either one. I could make an argument. That he at least did something to earn the Cerulean City badge. Yes, but the Brock badge, that was just pure pity. Yeah, yeah. no, I, there's, you cannot defend Pewter City. No. At all. That was just, here's a badge. But yeah, I mean, I could make an argument that he at least did something. Yeah, he, he was about to beat Misty, and not only was he about to beat Misty, he, he beat Team Rocket, which which had um, a few other Pokemon there. But, you know, it's actually weird that Jesse and James did not utilize their seconds yes. and coughing in this episode to, like, try to get these Pokemon. Because I think coughing smudge attack and Ash's little naiveness probably would have worked to get these Pokemon at least um, to make this a two-parter episode, but it didn't. Yeah. They didn't even, they didn't even like go to their belts to like throw them out. It was just, we're, we're going to use our brains, this giant hose and this vacuum. And that's going to be it. And obviously it wasn't yeah, very weird. Yeah. Very. So, but yeah, that is episode seven, The Water Flowers of Cerulean City, or as it's translated in Japanese, The Underwater Flowers of Hanada City. So great episode, Doug. It was good. It was it was better than I was thinking, because you kind of um, 
last week you kind of were like, oh, you know, don't be too excited because I was excited for it you know, be in a gym battle and you're like, ah, oh, it doesn't really turn out that way. And I was like, oh, <laughs> um, Oh, wait until next week's episode. Yeah. Wait until next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And let, let, let's, let's preview it the way that you gave me a preview, Doug. You, 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 you call this your, your, your most recent stinker episode, but I really enjoyed this episode. So the, the shoes are on the other foot from last week. Yeah, um, <laughs> I guess in a way, the way you thought of the Moonstones of Clefairy, <laughs> I'm thinking of the Path to the Pokemon League. Uh, I have a new least favorite episode. Um, I'm not going to waste content here. You'll have to tune in to next week's episode. Oh, but, and I, I can't wait because I'm about to hear it right now. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> But um, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. So go ahead and give your goodbye, Doug. Bye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you I can't wait to listen to next or to go over next week's episode. Um, In English, it's called The Path to the Pokemon League. In Japanese, it was translated as The Road to the Pokemon League, which I kind of don't like that this early in the episodes, but we'll go over that next week. But again, have a good night, everybody, and we will see you again next week. Goodbye.